What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev on stage with the lovely and luxurious Miss Kev on stage. We're still looking for a theme song. Oh, still. girl, yeah. So he doesn't have to do this. Oh, so here he goes. Somebody sent us a theme song, uh, and we appreciate you. Thank you so kindly yes. um, for doing it. I forgot to use it because... I'm an absent-minded fellow, but um, I digress. Before we get into the today's podcast, we want to let you know that you can now get free books, free membership. Nobody raises the roof still. Uh, if you go to audibletrial.com/slash/love hour. See, we said we were going to be sponsored. We spoke it into the atmosphere. We called it. So go to audible. What is it? audibletrial.com slash love hour and what I think I'm going to do is start a book club and the way that it works is you get a 30 day free trial with audible yes and you gotta have a credit card so if you yeah. are so, yeah or debit card credit or debit card or rush card paypal but it's 30 day free trial um shows your support for the podcast make sure you go to the slash love hour um audibletrial.com audibletrial.com I don't know why I have that. And then I'm going to recommend a book right now. Please do. Okay. So the first book I want to recommend, two books. Um, Love and Respect. I finished that a couple weeks ago. Great, great, great book. Um, and it just talks about um, a man's need for respect, a woman's need for love, and getting on a cycle of love and respect versus what he calls a crazy cycle. Really, really great book. Uh, the author is... Emerson Egricks. Thank you. I want to say Gary Chapman, but he's five low languages. Um, great book. So you can start there. The book that I just finished yesterday, which is a phenomenal book, is For Women Only by Shanti Fetterman, I think is her last name, or Felderman or something like that. Um, also another great book, um, what I would recommend, which is what the author recommends is you, she has two for women only for women, men only and their compliments to each other. The for women only book is for women to understand the inner workings, inner thoughts of men. And then the for men only is the compliment. So it's for men to understand the inner workings and inner thinking of women. So what she recommends is that. Women read the for men only, men read the for women only, and then you can, if you don't get the audible version through our podcast or you can get the hard copy and highlight or make note of the things that really pertain to you mm -hmm. and then let your spouse read it. So when they're listening to it, they know what to key in on. Yes. So. And I'm going to recommend a book, a book. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, excuse me. It's called 25 Tips for a Healthy Marriage. Can you see that? By Kevin and Melissa Fredericks. Ooh, ooh. That is not available on audible.com. <laughs> the only way you can really get this book right now is by coming to our Love Hour Live events. In Houston, the first one. Yes. If you're H listening to this H podcast um, today, Sunday, May 31st, or the first week of June, the Love Hour Live Houston is this Saturday, June 6th. If you're watching this YouTube video, it was yesterday. <laughs> Sorry. I just missed it. So this is the book that we finished, 25 Tips for a Healthy Marriage by Kevin and Melissa Fredericks. And um, we will we will decide how we're going to get this to you right now. Hand to hand. The I'll only way we can do it is by event to event. Uh, we work full time, so mailing them is difficult. 
But depending on the demand, if thousands upon thousands of books are ordered, we'll call Amazon and be like, what's good, Amazon? We'll make it longer then. We'll make it longer. No? This is just a booklet. It's a booklet. It's a booklet. It's a booklet. Yeah, we should be clear. And the 25th tip is invest in your marriage. And you can do that by purchasing this book. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, Houston, we'll see you soon. And we'll be announcing other dates throughout the summer. Colleen, Austin, potentially New York or Connecticut are on the um, radar for this summer. So, stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram. That's Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you'll find out everything you need to know. And speaking of Instagram, that's where our topic today comes from. Melissa posted on her Instagram a couple weeks ago, uh, what do you want us to talk about on Love Hour? And one of the questions reads, what can you do with the topic of dating and potentially marrying someone your parents don't like? Dum, dum, dum. His parents didn't like me. His parents. No, that's not true. My parents loved you. His dad loved me. My mom. Okay, my dad loved you. <laughs> my mom was threatened by you because I was a, a mama's boy and a mama's boy. Will you think I'm a mama's boy? You still are, but I mean. But not in like the way Think yeah. Like a Man talks about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a decent mama's boy that's not like Think Like a Man? I don't know. You just love your you, mom. Yeah, you're going to go to the stereotype, so there's no example. Okay, well, I'm a mama's boy. I'm her favorite child. My brother and sister already understand this. Um, my sister is my dad's favorite child. Hold on, time out, because I'm being distracted. Just, Jason's just out of luck. We're going we're gonna to come back to this, but I'm just a little bit distracted. I asked Kev to iron my skirt this morning, and he totally missed a complete spot. Yes, he did. I wish I could show you guys right now how bad this spot is that isn't just... Let me tell you something. Not iron. I don't have a lot of uh, history ironing skirts. I mean... Men's pants are lay them out straight. It's not that difficult. Iron. It is that difficult. Iron sword. No, iron the, the, there's not iron even like turn. a iron square. Turn. There's not even like a good square piece. This is a corner that I missed. Yeah, but it's not like it's pleated. You just... That's not a pleat? No, this is not okay. See, younger in my marriage, I would have said, "Look here, man. Here's the man who ironed your skirt." Did you thank me for that before you said? I did say thank you earlier. Did you say it right now before you threw me under the bus? So you want like a sandwich compliment? Thank you so much for ironing my yes. skirt. Yes, you missed the spot. But in the but future, but I appreciate your hard work. In the future, because then next time I'll be like, "Man, she thanked me. Let me make sure I get all the spots." Now I want to say, "Iron your own skirt." If you got a problem with it, no, when I want to <laughs> iron my skirt, what do you say? I don't say nothing. I don't know what you're about to lie about. Oh, I know you get in the shower. <laughs> That's because you take long to do well, your makeup. It doesn't matter who's... Listen, sir. Can't have it all. <laughs> yes, you can get up earlier. I did get up earlier. No, you get you wake up. <laughs> you don't get up. You lay in the bed like, mm, five more minutes, 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 <laughs> until 30 minutes pass. I know. That's why we always end up doing the podcast late. We wake up I at know. 7 o'clock and she it's does not get up. 45. Oh, it's hot. We got to go to church and you messing up because you I won't know, get I'm up. Sorry. I own mine. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Um, <clears throat> the truth is my mom was threatened by the fact that there was, a no, there was a love for another woman. This is prior to us getting married. She liked you. That was almost more dangerous in our uh, situation. She liked you and she knew that you were going to replace her. Um, what this person is talking about is they don't like you. Oh, and that um, that happens from time to time. Now, 
what did happen in my family is we got married and the end of our junior year of college and uh, pretty much everybody in our family said not to get married at that time. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Oh, Melissa's just opening the door and looking at me crazy like... Now you're going to hear birds chirping. Sorry. The birds I'm sorry, are chirping. The birds chirping. Kev has these lights on and I got this long sleeve. I don't know why I put it on. It's just really a lot going on. Sweating hot. Oh, it does feel better though. So what I was saying is uh, pretty much the people that I listen to most. My mom, my, my dad was always like, you do what you feel is best, son. But my grandma was pretty vocal. Um... Even to the point of saying, if you marry Melissa <laughs> before you finish college, I'm not coming to the wedding. She still came to the wedding. She still came to the wedding because mm -hmm. I told her, Grandma, I'm just going to miss you. Um, here's, here's the thing about dating somebody your family doesn't like. It's very difficult if you're very close to your family. Mm -hmm. If you're not close to your family, you don't really have that much of an issue. It's like, I don't care what y'all think anyway. But Melissa's close to her family. I'm close to my family. Um, it was difficult to hear people say you should wait. You know, they had no problem with us getting married. But they had a problem with us getting married in college. And it was difficult to not have people on your side. But at the end of the day, marriage is about husband and wife on one accord. And um, it's very difficult to go against the grain of your family. But it's, it's necessary because there's going to be times in your family, in your marriage, that your family's not going to agree with decisions that you make, whatever you, you know, things like that. And you're going to have to deal with that. I know there was times my mom or grandma, um, we grew up in my grandmother's house. That's why I keep saying my grandma. We were born and raised in her house. All of us lived there. Mom, grandma, great grandma, uncles, aunts, and a dog. And I still don't know why we had the nerve of having a dog. We were <laughs> as poor as we were. Like, let that dog go, man. Mm -hmm. Let that dog have a chance at a good life. Over here feeding him leaves. You know, he wants kibbles and bits. <laughs> Dogs on EBT and Wick. <laughs> they don't have pet food on EBT. Y'all got some kibbles full of Wick? Um, so, um, my, um, I remember on a couple of occasions, we would have, like, family things. Like, my mom wanted us to come to North Carolina and we were young married, so we didn't have North Carolina money. That's funny when you're broke. You just, whatever you can't do, you're just like, That's we ain't got no money. Disneyland money. <laughs> we ain't got no North Carolina money. We ain't got no plane ticket money. Because all you got at that time is bill money. That's exactly. <laughs> Food money. <laughs> so um, my mom wanted us to come, and we, we, we decided that we weren't going to go. We decided we didn't have the money to go, so we weren't going to go. And I had to tell my mom, look, mom, me and Melissa can't come. And she was like, see, she's already, you know... Uh, pulling you away from your family. We just want to see you, blah, blah, blah. And um, and I had to make the decision that, and this is kind of how I always make these decisions when it's like me and Melissa decide something and my mom or her grandma or dad or whoever brother doesn't like it. I know my, when we were getting married, my brother was like, you spend so much time with Melissa, you're going to get married and change your name to Kevin Marshall. I remember that. Remember that? Marshall's my maiden name. Yeah, I was like, man, shut up. I, I flinched at him. Man, shut up. But uh, I didn't change my name to Kevin Marshall, and she took my last name. Uh, it wasn't going to be no hyphen. Let me tell you what. wasn't going to be no hyphen. Uh, but I always make the decision like this. Who's the one that has to sleep in the bed with me? That's the person I don't want mad at me. Grandma, she'll be mad. She'll get over it. Mom, get mad and get over it. Brother, 
Get mad, get over it. Wife, you must live with, sleep with, look at every day. You want that person to be happy. Now, the th the other side to that is sometimes love can be blinding and sometimes your family just has your best interests. I was going to say that. At heart, you want to speak on that? No. I was just going to make the point that you have to make, um, you have to be clear about if they don't like the person because of the potential detriment that they are to you. Right. Or if they don't like them just because they're being like possessive and don't want to give you up to a person that really is good for you. Exactly. There was a time in our life, and this person's not related to us. This is just an example. Um, she wanted to get married, and we were like, look, you probably shouldn't marry that guy. There's something about him that seems off. Something about him that seems wrong. And she took that as, nobody loves us, nobody respects our love, like some Romeo and Juliet type of thing. And it wasn't that. It was like, that guy just seems shady. Something about him doesn't seem right. You can marry him, and eventually it's not going to work out. We told her. And eventually, what we thought was true. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm purposely shrouding mm -hmm. it in details in case mm -hmm. the person's watching them or listening to the podcast. But that was a point where we weren't saying we didn't like him or we didn't like him for you or he was, you know, uh, we weren't saying that we didn't like him just not to like him. We legitimately thought he would be wrong for you and he would treat you wrong. And in the end, it'd make you, you'd be, end up making a mistake. And that's different from, I just don't like him. Right. You know, like, meet the parents just don't like, that's like, you right. don't like a guy that, for no good reason. Right. But if it's like, you know, I can't think of a movie where the person was right, but probably a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> family doesn't like you because he's like, had a bad past or whatever, and then you end up, that person ends up doing it, you end up trying to cling to that person just to prove your family wrong, and by doing so, you, you, you can uh, put yourself in the position to let some of those, you know, warning signs go because you feel like you got to defend your love. Right, right. And you can tell, and this is what I always say, you can tell your family, um, no, you're wrong, you're this and that. But when you lay down at night, you know the real. You know that real. And sometimes... And you have to go with that gut feeling. Yeah. Sometimes it's better because we just don't want to say you were right. I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't want to say, mom, you were right about this person. Um, so you go into it, but if you know and you still do it and you end up wrong, then you end up staying in the relationship longer just trying to, to prove, prove people wrong. a point. And that's that's not that. So so I think there's two different things we're talking about in there. There's you know, so you gotta go with what they're saying. They're saying, I don't like the way they dress, you know, blah blah blah, or he's not funny or he's corny or he's lame and you're better than that. That's one thing. If they're saying he don't have a job mm -hmm. and you're going to end up providing for him or they're saying you came from these values and he doesn't have those same values, right. you're going to be gonna... expecting a Christian marriage right. and he doesn't believe in that, that's going to cause friction that's going to be difficult right. to, to balance. And you will um, you'll know it as soon as you get into the relationship. You'll know they were right. The trouble that we have is a lot of times we don't like to admit that we're wrong. And when we think we're in love, like Kev said, what love is blind. And then before you know it, you're caught up in this situation uh, wishing you can get out or wishing you can undo or wishing you could listen then. So you have to you, you have to know what side of the fence that you're on. Are you dealing with people that don't like the person simply because they don't like them? Or are they giving you legitimate reasons and warning signs that you're deciding to ignore because you're just so in love? Yeah. Is it Fokker or not? Fokker is like Greg Fokker from... I know. Her. I'm just so mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> a Fokker type of dislike is I don't like anybody for you 
right. It won't matter. No one's ever going to No one's ever going to be good even enough. Even if they're really a good person. Right. And that is... And that one is one you have to be careful because that's kind of what my mom... Mm-hmm. That was just like... It didn't matter who... And my, and my family has had a history of this. My grandma just... She, she keeps everybody at arm's length mm-hmm. because, you know, people, she didn't want nobody to hurt her baby. And they have their best, your, your best yeah. interest at heart. When they're that way, they have your best interest at heart. But eventually they do, they'll get over it. Especially. Now they're to the point of just calling Melissa and not even talking to me. Yeah, like it's cool now. But yeah, that's kind of, so you just have to know. Because a lot of times we do think, and especially we get this like, um, when, the, when your family doesn't like them and then you want to cling on to that person even more and like prove you're in love even more. And you know, again, when you lay down at night, you look in the mirror, you know. That one little tear comes out of your eye and goes into your ear and you got to wipe it out and you know you've been crying. You, you know the real. <laughs> it's funny because um, what you don't want to hear your family say is I told you so. And they absolutely will. We do it to our sisters, our brothers. Like, um, um, we, 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 we keep it real with them and let them make their decision in love. But if they end up being wrong, now we told you back when y'all was in high school, he wasn't no good then, he was never going to be no good, and he ain't no good now. And you just got to eat that, because it's like, gosh, you should have listened. You were right. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about um, is your family in your business, in your marriage. So what a lot of times, you know, the same part is um, the same part of being close to your family is a lot of times people share intimate details in their marriage to their families. And that can be dangerous because... That is dangerous. Yeah, that is dangerous. I can't think of a time when it's, you know... Because you love your spouse. Y'all been done, patched up, and made up, and you back in happily ever after land. And your family is still side-eyed and you like, mm. Right. Makes for awkward Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's... And your family will hold a grudge far longer than you will. <sighs> far longer than you will. So you over here now, mom, she won't do this. She won't do that. I'm just, I'm going to leave. I have friends who have told me they've got mad. Friends who lived in the same city as their um, parents got mad and went to their parents' house. Dangerous. Like, I'm going to go over to my mom's house. When you get your act together, I'll be back. And your mom over there, she just like, you know what I told you? Mm-hmm. She was never going to be no good. Then you end up, you know, forgiving her. Your heart softens. You go back and your mom is like, see, he just like a dog back to his vomit. Just. Thank <laughs> So that's why I, I I'm from the school of thought is I I don't think I've ever um I don't think I've ever shared that detail when you really make me mad like no I haven't not with my parents no who do you vent to then I might vent to my sisters isn't that the same thing um only reason why I say no is because I f- well at least with my family number one you've been there for a long long time and a lot of times they'll like Mel she'll give me good balancing advice you mm-hmm. know what i mean um or she just lets me talk and, and then we chop it up to kev just being kev or men or just being men or whatever and then we can move on yeah i think that, that but and it's never been like head. super 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 deep either but when i have been mad like let me tell you what this dude did to last night or whatever like will deep. you tell him that i didn't iron your skirt right if that comes <laughs> up i will <laughs> and you won't say man what an amazing husband who took time out of his day to iron my skirt ah he missed a spot that's okay, slugger. Do you need your... I need my confidence sandwich. Thank you. What's it called? Compliment sandwich? I don't know. Thank you so much. I need a double-decker compliment sandwich. I appreciate sandwich. you for waking up this morning and ironing my shirt Starting you so on your well, way. as well as you did. 
and ironing my skirt to the best of your ability. Anytime, slugger. <laughs> but um, I, 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 I think like one I got key, a Whitney Houston lip going on. One, I think one key that you mentioned is if the person in your family you're talking to, sibling or a parent or whatever, is a balancing act, mm -hmm. that's different than if they're just like uh, a reflector or not a, not a reflector, but they're basically just jumping on whatever you say. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, you know, he is this, he is yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? You should cheat on him. Hold on, wait, what? I don't know. I don't want to go that far. But you should leave. And that's, I feel like right now, if I were, even if I were to go to my mom, I feel like she would probably take your side and tell me to go take my concerns to the Lord in prayer and figure it out um yeah i i think that for real because i'm amazing as a husband and she just knows that her other son-in-laws will never hold a candle to me whatever i'm sorry greg and nick's future husband <laughs> got your work cut out for See you but interestingly enough talking about your mom there was a time when your mom was really really mad at me very early in our marriage um she had foster kids most of the family always had foster kids and they wanted us to, babe, this is like less than three months in, six months in. Yeah, we were young, yeah. We well, were young. Definitely less family. than a year. And Melissa's mom was like, I need you guys to watch this uh, foster kid. I got to do something. I didn't even spend the night. And I was like, no, I don't mind watching him. But you got to come pick him up or we'll drop him off. He's not spending the night. We were just newly married. It was such an awkward position. Yeah. And I was like, this is not happening. I ain't no really no fan of people spending the night. And we didn't have kids at the time. So I wasn't like, okay, he spends the night, then my kids spend the night, and I get something out of it. She was just like, she didn't really ask. It was more like, I'm telling you to do something you're going to do. And um, I was like, no. And uh, she was like, well, let me talk to Melissa. I was like, Melissa's, the answer is no. I'm the man of the house. The answer is no. And um, and Melissa's mom got mad. She was like, I'm not doing nothing for y'all. Nothing. You know? <laughs> she listens to this podcast. I'm sure I'll get a phone call tomorrow. About I love you, too. mom. But um, but a couple weeks after that, she called me and was like, you know what? You were right. As the man, I was wrong. I respect that. And shout out to you for standing up. The reason I bring that point up is because the only reason that worked is because you and I made a decision mm -hmm. and we stuck to that mm -hmm. with our family. And that's the same thing we did when my mom and them, uh, you know, we made the same decision. Now, if I would have said no, and then your mom called you and said, "Let's we're gonna do this," and you would have said yes, then you undermine me. And as a husband, and now we got a problem. Your mom gets what she wants, and we got a problem. And that's why, even if like, because the time in North Carolina, I really wanted to go. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to go, and I knew my mom would like. She's a master guilt tripper. She's Man, just like lays it on oh. thick. Woe is me. I guess I, it's, it's a, my great grandma was the queen of this. Um, but my mom's a great guilt tripper and I didn't want her to do it. And I really wanted to see them, but we, we really didn't have the money. Mm -hmm. But so there's two examples where Melissa and I needed each other to make the united front. And if you don't do that, then you can't stand up to your yeah. family or anybody else. Because what's going to happen is you're going to do something the other person's not going to back you up and it's going to undermine you and that's going to drive resentment towards you. Now, your mom or dad or whoever is going to be like, see, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to work for them. They're going to be completely happy. And y'all looking at each other, staring at each other mad in the bed because you you didn't yeah. back me up. Good point. Thank you. Um, I don't have much more to say on this topic. I think you, you, I think you nailed it. Okay. So um, this is a shorter podcast, but hey, 
We only make them as long as they need to be to get the point across. But to summarize, um, if your family doesn't like who you are dating or plan on marrying, you must ask yourself, is it a Fokker type of like? <laughs> Which is, I'm just not going to like them no matter what they do, or is it legitimate concern type of like? And then give them the absolute thing. Like, if they're saying, you know, I mean, give the, the give yourself the truth. Yeah, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Be real. Are are their concerns legitimate? Or are their concerns just out of emotion, out of fear of losing you? And pray about it. You about to say that? No, oh. but I'm glad you did. <laughs> and pray about it. That God reveal unto you yeah. the truth about them. Because sometimes they're, they're just trying to help. And sometimes they just, you know, are being family and they just want you to themselves. Yeah. And you, you'll know the difference. But if you're just being blind... Um, to the person's fault or whatever detriments that they may have to you, you really you should pray about it and ask God to reveal to you um, the concerns that your family has, so that way you can see the person for who they are, good or bad. Yeah, and if you're married, same thing, really. You know, because sometimes they'll be warning you about this person, and you got to ask yourself the hard question. But if you guys are making a decision, you have to be a united front. You have to be a united front. Otherwise, your family can undermine your marriage. Family can ruin and they, marriage. And what will happen is because the whoever the spouse is will always end up being the bad guy. Yes. And nobody likes to feel like the bad guy. Right. So when And it's because he'll say no, but you can come to me and I'll say yes and I'll take care of it. Same thing with kids. Same thing with kids. And you don't want that because, again, that brings strife to your home and your family goes home happy and you go home miserable. Right. So don't let your family run your marriage, but don't let them, don't let the fact that they are your family allow you to make a bad decision going into marriage if what they're saying is true and not a legitimate right. concern. Right. So just see both sides of it because sometimes you just be like, I don't want to listen to you. Y'all know what's best for you. And a lot of times they do. So that part is difficult. Nobody, you know, me and Melissa wanted to make this disclaimer. Um, we forgot to say at the beginning oh, of the podcast. Did. But the things we say are not 100% no no no. i'm gonna do it like brilliant it is if you're listening to this podcast and you agree with us it's because we're experts and we know what we're talking about if you're listening to this podcast and you disagree with us it's because not everybody's the same right right these things are we're speaking in general we hope the very, advice very general terms very very like broad generalizations there's obviously going to be um, exceptions to every rule and every relationship is different and every individual is different. So I can say what I say in general in terms of women. He can say what he feels in terms of generalizations as far as men are concerned. But there's going to be men who identify more with what I'm saying and there's going to be women who could identify more with what he's saying. It's just the way it works. Absolutely. And with this family thing, without knowing your specific Family and reason, or why your family doesn't like them, and your past. Right, I was just about to say, yeah, I was just about to say, nothing. The other thing is, nothing occurs in a vacuum. I always used right. to say this. So we're taking a very isolated incident and giving, you know, our and we're not experts. Let me backtrack on that. We're not experts. Right. Um, but we're taking a very isolated event and giving our advice based on our experience and just what we think. But the fact of the matter is. Who you are and prior um, experience lead up to the way that why your family is feeling the way that they do. If you have a history of picking um, bums, well, then that's where they're coming from. You know, I mean, your history shows that you have a bad picker. Um, And so they're going to try to help you pick the right one. 
Um, but if you have a history of picking or if you're, but at the same time, if your your family has a history of just not liking anybody and you're, you have a really good picker, um, well then that's a different issue. Yes. So understand yourself, understand your past, understand your family's past. I heard this on a snippet of Erica Campbell's Instagram and her mom was saying that, uh, her mom, honey was saying, um, that part of the reason that Tina, um, yelled at her husband and disrespected him and did all that is because that's what she did as a mom. Mm -hmm. So understanding that, you know, the way you grew up, your, your, your scope of marriage, your parents, your single parent, your step parents, your abused parent, whatever that has a reason that has a part in shaping who you are. And uh, a lot of times this is a whole nother podcast episode, but the reason we tell people to spend some time before they get married is because if you don't understand the person's background and their family and their yes. relationship with their family, yes. then it's difficult to understand who they are. And I'll give you a quick example as we close. Um, Melissa's mom is a clean freak. And so is Melissa. And I have been to their house on Saturday morning when like black mom anger levels are at a thousand. <laughs> house is automatically dirty. And she used to just, Melissa's mom would wake up with an attitude. So I go there at 11 o'clock and she's in cleaning mode. She'd just be mad at everybody. The house is, this is death stuff. This is here. There's literally, I always make this joke, but this is absolutely true. Melissa's mom didn't think the clean, the sink was clean if there were water droplets in the sink. He's such an exaggerator. You did. It, it wasn't that it wasn't clean. It just wasn't. You weren't done. You weren't done. You weren't done if you wash the dishes, dry the dishes, put the dishes away, and there was wet water droplets in the sink. And I'm not a clean freak. Come on, cuz. I'm not. Yes, she is. Now listen. So, seeing her mom in action, when Melissa wakes up in this whole house is this. Oh, y'all are nasty. I'm raised by wolves. I mean, y'all are raised by wolves. I don't know who did this. I don't necessarily get upset with her because I know she's just doing what her mom used to do. So true. And it's funny because I told Melissa this and she told her sister this and her sister the they same way. Too. They're all just angry on Saturday mornings <laughs> because it's like a, a generational blessing passed down from their mom. So had I not known that, then she's just going to be mad at me. I got more of a reason to be upset. Not that I'm happy when she's like that, but at least I can understand that this is how she was raised. This is what her mom did, and it's almost ingrained in her. And she's not really mad at us. She's just frustrated. No, yes, I am. Because the house. No, no, no. I am mad at y'all. Because y'all don't help me do nothing. Just undo what I do. I wake up on my Saturday morning when I could be sleep, clean my dust. <laughs> she's not mad at us. She's mad at the circumstances that the house was left in and disarray. I was going to say one more thing and then you can close out. And that is because you brought up um, Erica. And that is um, thank you to everyone that came out. Did we say this last week? Because we did do a podcast afterward. Okay, I forgot. But I want to say it again. Thank you to everyone that came out to More Than Pretty. It was a great turnout. We had a really, really great time. If you found us by way of More Than Pretty, hello. That's all I have to say. All right. We love you guys. We Follow us see you on our week. social media's accounts. Um, Miss Kev on stage on Instagram and Twitter. Kev on stage on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And, and Snapchat. Me. I don't snap or chat. My teeth look good. They do. Um, and then you can find me also on Facebook at um, my name, which is Melissa Fredericks. Look at my smile. It's part of the reason I like him because he has pretty look teeth. Look at that. And he has dimples. It's so cute. I'm going to give you this dimple. Shut up. <laughs>